Hey guys, before we dive into the show, I wanted to tell you about my new trailer music toolkit, which is 100% free and you can download it right now over at richardprin.com forward slash toolkit. This toolkit contains... Firstly, my perfect trailer cue blueprint. It also contains a handful of one-shot samples, like huge trailer hits, pings, plucks, brahms, booms, transitions, and downers. Perfect for beginners, pros, and everything in between. Okay, let's get into the episode. Hey guys, welcome to session number six of the Trailer Music Composers podcast. Let's get started. One man... With one microphone, who got to grade three on fire in. Welcome to the Trailer Music Composers Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to session number six of the Trailer Music Composers Podcast. In this session, I'm going to be diving into ideas of productivity um, and specifically time management. Now, a lot of my students and composers who contact me have full-time jobs or at least part-time jobs and families, you, know, you name it. They've got tons of other commitments and they say to me, how do you produce so much when you have so little time to do it because you know admittedly it's almost like i have a full-time job i look after my kids with my wife um uh, we have lots of fun family days out so i I don't really like to work a lot because i want to be there with my family um so i only have a couple of hours a day you know and they ask me how do you how do i produce work when i don't have any time to do it now the first thing is do you really have no time or do you have time that is an allocated for something else? Uh, because obviously the first thing you need to look at is where you spend your time. Um, now, I used to teach, before I became a full-time composer, I used to teach music in lots of schools. Um, so the way I used to work was I would teach during the day and then I would write my music in the evenings sometimes when I was working when I first started working with in in trailer music this was quite a while ago now um, I was working with a company in, in LA and they would send me a brief at six in the evening and I would then stay up until the wee hours writing it then so it, it was a case of me sculpting the time out of the time I had and that's what you need to do you need to address your priorities first what is it you want to achieve if you want to write music but you don't feel like you have time you need to just readdress how much time you think you need for music because you know actually sitting down for 20 minutes a day you'd be incredibly surprised how much you can produce in that little time now this kind of ties in with the last episode where I was talking about done being better than perfect because this helps those of you who don't have much time to write, who have a full-time job, who have families, who have tons of other commitments because we're all busy. Um, if you focus on getting stuff done, then you can say to yourself, you know what, today I'm going to sit down for half an hour and write some music. And then if you do that, you are then committing to yourself, you're committing to music so that you are then going to find it easier to achieve that again and that is the first step to finding the time it's more like creating the time not finding the time you have to create the time because it's an active thing where you 
you decide that this is going to happen then you know uh, kids have gone to bed before i sort of binge watch tv i'm going to create 30 minutes of time to do some music you know and you go well hold on by the time i've loaded up my computer that's 25 minutes yeah yeah great that's when you have a template you should have a template or at least a go-to selection of presets so that as soon as you've loaded up your session you can go bam 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 i've got 10 instruments that i know i love the sound of and i know i find inspiring and i can just write okay so once you've carved that time created that time for you to write you then need to have your presets your uh templates uh, all these little shortcuts that help you get straight to the writing and please don't make the mistake of loading up your emails you know i i do this all the time i sit down and go i'm going to write today but first i'll check my emails Uh-uh. stupid mistake because then you just it's a rabbit hole of doom emails you know so just go in open up logic pro tools live bitwig whatever it is that you're working with load up a template load up your presets boom you start to write okay now the first thing you might need to do is set aside 20 minutes to create a template you know yeah i'm sure you can find out i I mean i have lessons in my courses about creating templates because they're so important especially when producing albums or producing project work to to have like a homogenous sound in your tracks so you know if those of you who've got access to my courses or if you want access to my courses go on to the training music school and you can get onto one of those courses and i'll show you how to templates but you can find it on YouTube, whatever. Find a way to create 20 minutes. Give yourself a template so that when you have created that time, even if it's just 10 minutes, even if it's just 10 minutes, you can load up a template and you can chuck a chord sequence in there. Now, the other thing you then need to start reframing, this kind of ties in again with done is better than perfect, is you have to start reframing uh, your idea of the structures of pieces of music because you can structure a piece of music in a matter of maybe a minute tops you know uh, you can structure it using a region you can structure it using markers you can structure it using chord progressions you can even structure it using hits uh, i do that in my hybrid training music course show people how i structure a track using hits because then you know what you've got the structure out of the way you don't have to think about it it's kind of like you know when you do a jigsaw puzzle and you find the corner pieces you're like this is just going to fall into place now i found the corner pieces yeah you know what i'm saying uh well maybe it's just me that's very passionate about finding the corner pieces of puzzles but that's what you need to do you need to then you've got your so you've carved your 30 minutes you've got your templates and your presets you then bam load in your structure Now, the reason I'm saying it like this is because I want you to acknowledge that, yes, it's difficult to find the time, but you can and will create the time to create a piece of music, even if it's a sketch. Because I have had sketches placed on trailers. And also, the other thing is the amount of times I've had stems placed on trailers, and the stems are basically just... Just an interesting... Or... Boom, literally. Two grand. So that's that's what I want you to think about. You now need to reframe your idea of what a finished piece of trailer music is. 
Now, a lot of the problems, I think, stem from people assuming when you're writing trailer music, you have to write full-on, two-step-from-hell epics. Yes, if you want to do that, great. And you know what? You listen to Two Steps From Hell, you could structure their tracks as like a four-bar loop, you know, or a four-chord progression that just loops for two and a half minutes. You know, obviously there'll be slightly different sections and some variations, but at its core, it's a four-chord sequence. The amount of trailers I listen to and get sent to me as references for albums that have four chords repeating all the way through. You know, this is the essence of everything we do, you know. Uh, You listen to classical music, pop music, you know, the amount of tracks and pieces of music that are just uh, the first chord and the fifth chord boom that's your piece of music the rest is just variation Uh, and that's what you need to now think about how can i give the bare bones to my music to create a whole track so for instance here's here's i'll give you a chord progression that you can use this is the chord progression i hear all the time we're in a minor key so say it's uh let's go c minor i'm in c minor it's the first chord you know c minor and then if i could sing the, the notes you know i don't have perfect pitch i barely have pitch when i'm singing um it starts the c minor then we go to the flattened major seventh chord so in this case it's a b flat major and then we go to a flattened sixth major it's a major again so this in this case it's a flat and then we go to the fifth chord as a dominant so this in this case it would be a g so the what what you're doing there is you know you're the lovely thing about that progression is when you land on that dominant you're kind of you're shifting the expectations because you've had a B flat in there. Your expectation is that it's going to be a G minor chord, but because it then switches to a G major, it then gives you the tension to return back to that C minor. And I hear that in so many trailers. Uh, it was in, um, I think, about three of the Endgame trailers, that chord sequence. Uh, and, yeah, and this is the thing, you know, we're all dealing with the same chord sequence. We're all dealing with the same notes. We're all dealing with the same rhythms, same progressions. So don't be afraid just to be like, four chords, bish, bash, bosh, and then loop them for two and a half minutes. <laughs> I mean, this is the thing. It sounds ridiculous when I say that, but that's what it is, you know? It's like when you learn a 12-bar blues and you realise, oh my goodness, all of these songs have the same chord sequence looping. They even have the same melodies and the same, you know, blues looks on the guitar. They have the same things. And that's where you get the stylistic things going on. That's, and that's how styles and genres sort of become apparent because everyone starts using the same patterns the same loops the same progressions and it's just fascinating to hear but this is the thing for you your track can be four chords your track can be two chords there was a trailer for i think it was glass uh it wasn't my track by the way it was another track there was a trailer for glass that was again this progression is everywhere the, mi- the first chord as a minor, since we're in a minor key, so let's go to C minor. We're in C minor, and then the major flattened sixth. So in this case, it's the A flat. So we're going from C minor to A flat, C minor to A flat. It was that the whole way through. But you know what? It didn't matter. It doesn't matter, because they captured something special with the rest of the way they treated those two chords. And this is where it comes down to what you can add to your tracks and that's why I talk about the five rules you know 
what how can you put yourself into your music how can you create impact because at the end of the day you're going to be writing the track with the same chords as somebody else as the same same as somebody else as somebody else as somebody else you know especially with like uh, action sound design we're all using risers we're all using hits and we're all using blams and we're all sort of staying in the same keys what can you do to make it stand out so now you've created your 30 minutes you have your template because you looked it up or you went on my one of my courses now you have your presets and now you've laid out your structure for your entire track and you know what that took you five minutes so you now have 25 minutes to make these four chords into something more resembling a trailer cue and this is the beauty of it this is where you can go oh okay this is coming back to one of those rules again which talks about you know having having the the acts and that's what you can do you can go okay well act one is going to be sparse so maybe i just have maybe i just have a drone in act one um and i have like a piano picking out the tonality of the chords so you know maybe my drone is in c in, in act one you know don't know what note that is and then i have a piano picking out the e flat for the c minor and then i have the piano play picking out the d and the f for the b flat you know whatever you want uh, uh, you're thinking minimally in the first act then in the second act think about how you can introduce pace uh introduce dynamism you know what I mean how can you introduce uh, pace, change tension you could even just say oh maybe it's going to sound my full chords in act 2 and those chords are going to be uh, played with a simple C, E flat ostinato that repeats throughout the whole thing you know that's another another trick just having an ostinato that just repeats then you've got your... It's, quite, it's actually really quite refreshing talking about music away from a computer. Um, anyway, I digress. You've got your progression. You've done your minimal intro. Now you've got your act two where you're introducing the full chords played by, I don't know, maybe just a string ensemble. All quite low. Uh, you've introduced an ostinato to bring pace. And maybe you introduce some sort of rumbles or or sort of taiko strikes on on the beat uh and i don't mean four four i mean like on the bar maybe even on the two bar or four bar mark uh, and then and then you get to act three okay i'm just gonna leave that done and then you get to act three and you go oh i've still got my four chords going how can i lift this that's when you bring in some bigger drums playing a specific rhythm okay so maybe before the taiko strikes were just like boom every two bars boom and then in the in the third act it's like boom bum 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 boom you know something like that it's very simple uh and then you just go okay drums done uh because everything else is just going to be variations of that uh uh, and then you go okay well i've got my four chords maybe i'll just put them in the brass uh, except instead of the brass playing the four chords, I'm going to give them bombs to give impact. You know, bomb, 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 uh, that type of thing. And then 
you want to have your melody start to come in or something different in act three the melodies are nice because they take act three into the emotional into the spacious into the dynamic um you know you have these soaring string melodies or you know heroic horns or you can just have simple pianos bing 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 something like that that just sort of it's kind of like your the melody is representative of the character's narrative over all of the chords that you're playing. All of the chords are like all the mess of everything going wrong. But the melody is the character staying strong and sticking through the whole the whole um, shebang. And there you have it. Let's say that took you 15 minutes. You have your intro is just a drone with a couple of notes hinting at the chords. You have your second act which gives you some something interesting uh, different some pace and some hits to give it a more cinematic nature and then you have your act three which brings in some different flavors and colors from the orchestra whether it be Brahms or uh, choral brass chords or uh, even choir you know whatever it is because everything everything else from here once you've got your chords and your melody and your main sort of rhythm everything else from there is is just uh, kind of the same thing you know you go, okay, well, I'll put some choir in. Okay, what are the choir going to be doing? The choir are going to be doing those four chords, aren't they? Or they're going to be doing a counterpoint melody. You know, it's that, you know, that's the only other thing I could probably suggest that you do that's different, that's at the core of it, is having a counterpoint melody, a secondary melody to your primary melody. Um, and then at the very end of your track, just because I often leave this one out, we want to have a finish. Uh, and maybe we're going to use our last 10 minutes for this uh, where we go, okay, I've, I've done my, I've sketched out my track now, I've sketched out the three acts, uh, let's give myself the finish. So you've got your C minor, B flat, A flat, G major 7. So what you're going to do is you're going to extend that G major 7. So you're going to go dun, 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 drop. Back to the C minor. And then you, there you have it. You have officially sat down for 30 minutes and essentially written a cue. Because everything else from there is kind of just like putting layers on. You know, the drum rhythms. Once you've got the main rhythm out, the drum rhythms are just going to be like uh, slight variations, slight uh, accents, maybe, maybe some uh, rolls here and there. Maybe you'll have, uh, you'll, maybe you'll bring in like uh, table slaps or, or even just yourself tapping a glass on the eighth note just to give it some more pace. It's all very, very simple stuff that you're going to add on top of it. But what you have done here is you have reframed your idea of writing music, of this whole you don't have to, you, you know, oh, I've got to come up with a perfect riff that no one's come up with. I've got to come up with a chord progression that's original. I've got to come up with something that's just perfect you don't just like give yourself a break you're just writing some lovely music and you're just using the same chords that we all use um just obviously be careful not to actually steal other people's ideas you know i know we all use the same chord sequences but you know and the same melodies that's like a that's almost an entire podcast in and of itself you know the the dangerous nature of copyright these days because more and more people are copywriting more and more music which means that there's less and less music that you can write <sighs> calm 
just go ahead and do those things I've said in 30 minutes. And remembering all the advice I've given you so far, uh, just let the ideas write. You're just writing, you're not editing. And what I mean by writing, you're just putting ideas. You're just throwing it on the wall, seeing if it sticks. And if it doesn't stick, who cares? Throw more on the wall. Uh, And then you are letting it be done. You have sketched out an entire track, chord progressions, structure, basic rhythms, and a melody in half an hour. Yeah, it might take you a few turns to get quick at, especially those of you who have chased perfection, uh, to stop chasing perfection. It might take you a while to switch that, that negative voice off. But once you do, you, the freedom of writing music, it's, it's, it's like the first time you pick up an instrument and go, oh my goodness, this sounds amazing, even when I'm playing it terribly. Because we're all here because we love sound and we love music. And you want to keep that there at the forefront, you know. Don't let the critic in. And that's why you kind of think to yourself, I need to have loads of time to write music. Because you let that critic take charge. That critic sits at the back going, no, that's rubbish. No, no, that sounds not right. Oh, that synth patch is awful. Who cares? If the synth patch is wrong, you can change it. <laughs> I mean, that's the beauty of it. If the, if the ostinato is wrong, you can change it. But you're not going to do that when you first lay the idea down. You're going to let the idea be planted as a seed. You know, and if you want to take that track further, you know, obviously I can't really tell you how to do that in a great detail as I'm walking around on my phone. Um, again, sticking to that done is better than perfect notion. Um, but what you can do obviously, is go to my YouTube channel, go to other people's YouTube channel. Uh, there's loads of people showing amazing stuff. Um, obviously, mine's specific to trailing music, so you want to learn trailing music, go to my YouTube channel, check out my videos, specifically my walkthroughs of my existing tracks, because uh, they're the ones that have been placed on trailers. And, and if you want to know more, obviously, go to the trailer Music School, sign up for membership, join the community, have some banter, you know. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, but in the meantime, create a small amount of time, set your templates, your shortcuts basically, your shortcuts, your templates, your presets, get a structure going, basic structure, you know, you could just go uh, 30 seconds, 45 seconds, 1 minute 15 for each act, it doesn't matter, even if your track's 2 minutes, it doesn't matter, uh, most publishers like it to be sort of two and a half, three, maybe even 4, but, you know, you're just having some fun and writing. You're just practicing your art. You're practicing your skill. You're practicing harnessing your own creativity and freedom. Um, then once you've got the structure, lay down a chord sequence. Lay down beats, whatever it is you want to do. And just loop it. Let that idea go that looping is cheating. Let it go. No one cares. Just put down a four chord sequence. You can always change it. And you will. Uh, you know, and then you can always add variations, you know, all that jazz. But you want to have something there so that you can then tell yourself at the end of the session, I did it. I made time for my music. I am worthy of making time for myself. And, hey, if I can make time for my music, perhaps I can make time to do an album. Perhaps I can make time to contact a publisher uh, and get my music out there. Uh, You know, and perhaps I can get more trailer placements. Or, if you're already getting trailer placements, perhaps I can 
getting more trailer placements. I mean, that's the problem, isn't it? <laughs> I find myself there, you know. I, even though I've, I do get regular trailer placements and regular awards, uh, I still go, well, where's the next one? Yeah, it's human nature, isn't it? You know, always looking at the horizon. Um, but for you and for me, I still try and practice this because I don't have a huge amount of time, hence me walking around with my phone. Um, practice those things I've said. Now, I really hope you do do this. You give yourself that time. It's the pat on the back. It's the award for yourself for being awesome. Um, I really appreciate you for taking the time to listen because you obviously... Uh, don't have a huge amount of time to do these things uh so hearing me ramble for i don't know how long this has been going now probably i'd say 12 minutes it's probably about 20 minutes uh i'm probably wrong on both counts who cares um thank you so much for taking your time to listen to this now if you enjoyed it subscribe to the podcast subscribe to my youtube channel for more sort of in-depth production tips about writing trailer music uh head on over to the trailer music school if you want to uh, join our membership and Again, thank you so much for listening. You are totally awesome. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. I have something really, really exciting to offer you. I've put all 12 of my trailer music courses into a bundle called the Ultimate Trailer Music Bundle. And I've put it on for a very, very special offer. Head on over to richardprin.com forward slash trailer music bundle to get your hands on this awesome deal.